wanted to uh, say a few words about the shooting that took place in Texas yesterday and not trying to solve any problems. We know that there are great issues going on in our world that uh, politicians are not going to be able to solve. And uh, over the last, I guess, 11 days now, there's been a shooting at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, where 13 people were injured, uh, 10 of those killed. A church in Laguna Woods, California, where one was killed, at least five injured in that shooting on the same weekend of the Buffalo, New York shooting. And then yesterday we had the school massacre there in Texas where 19 children and two children, two teachers, I should say, were killed. And it's heartbreaking. And there's something about children that it just wrenches the heart even more seeing such a tragedy take place like this. And we see that in our country there are symptoms in a country where many people are turning their hearts away from the Lord and uh, not to apply to this, but I happen to be looking at a Pew report about religion today that shows a steady decline of faith in our nation while uh, those who are without faith is also climbing. So we're declining in faith and climbing without faith in our nation today. And there is definitely an absence of God that is plaguing our nation today. And uh, so these things are kind of combining to that heart issue of people turning their hearts away from God. The prophet Jeremiah said, speaking in behalf of the Lord, God speaking through Jeremiah, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And he goes on, God says, I know the heart. And sadly, we find ourselves that we live in the sin-fallen world where bad things happen, and sometimes it touches our community around us. Sometimes it touches our very lives. And for the families and the communities that are hurting and suffering, whether it's in Buffalo, New York, or Laguna Woods, California, or there in Texas, I've learned through the years as a pastor that worship can bring healing. Now, I've already heard in the last two days that we need to stop praying and we need to do something. So quit looking to God and put your hope in man, I guess. So there's three events that took place, two in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament, where we see in the midst of tragedy that Worship was part of the healing process, and we're going to look at those three events that we find in the Bible itself. In the book of Job, we meet a man named Job who experienced back-to-back -back calamities happening uh, to his livestock, his homes, his wealth, but also at the end of that single day, losing 10 of his children in one day. He only had ch 10 children, so he lost them all in one day. And once he learned of this devastating news, and Satan, as we know, in the book of Job, was behind all these things. And as soon as Job was 
told about one calamity, a messenger was come, come and tell him of another calamity. And as soon as that messenger finished saying his word, another messenger would come and tell of another calamity until uh, he ended up losing all his wealth, but also his ten children, all in a single day. And after hearing these things and learning of the great loss that he had suffered, and especially that of his children, the Bible tells us that he tore his clothes, that he shaved his head. And then he responded in worship. He fell down and worshiped the Lord. It's a word in the Hebrew that means to fall prostrate before God. And he said these words, Job 1.21, Naked I came from my mother's womb. Naked I shall return there. The Lord gave, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I'm not saying that, and we know in the book of Job, this is chapter one. He had a long way to go for healing to take place. But what I am saying is that because he was willing to fall down and worship before the Lord, that healing began on that day. We also learn in the Bible of King David who had a son who died, and this son died on the seventh day. Uh, Jewish law states that the child would be named, a son would be named on the eighth day. So the Bible gives us no name for this child because he died one day short of naming day. If he would have died on the eighth day, we would have known this boy's name. But for seven days of that child's life, the Bible tells us that David fasted and prayed to the Lord. So much so that when the child passed away, that David noticed that his servants were kind of whispering to one another. They wanted to approach him, but they seemed to not want to approach him. And he asked them, is the child dead? And they admitted to him that the child was dead. And the Bible tells us in 2 Samuel 12:20, David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself. So here's this opposite of what Job did. Job heard the devastating news. He tore his clothes, shaved his head. David hears devastating news that he knew was coming. He washed, anointed himself, changed his clothes and went to the house of the Lord and worshiped. And it was after spending time in worship with the Lord that he finally requested food and he ate. Now the servants, they could not understand David's actions. And David placed his hope in the Lord and he would go on to explain to them that his expectation was that he would one day see his son again in heaven. And as seen in this statement in 2 Samuel 12, 23, I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. So like Job, David found that through worship comes healing. And finally, when Jesus came to where his friend had lived, Lazarus, who had just died four days earlier, one by one, Lazarus' sisters came to meet Jesus. Martha and Mary came to meet Jesus there. And they both had the same accusation toward Jesus, saying, Lord, if you had been here, our brother need not die. So they knew that the Lord could help. They did not know what the Lord had planned in this particular situation. And Jesus first challenged Martha in 
her belief in whatever God could do. Could he even work in this situation? And Martha responded to Jesus in John eleven twenty four, saying, I know that my brother will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said, John eleven twenty five, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And then she said, John eleven twenty seven, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who has come into the world. And then Mary came and she fell at the feet of Jesus. Now, once again, we have someone who's falling at the feet, so like Job who fell down and worshipped David, who rose up from uh, being prostrate on the floor, and now Mary coming at the feet of Jesus. And we find that she fell at the feet of Jesus, and once again, through worship, healing began. For these two women, they would see their brother come back to life. But in these things, we understand according to the word of God. And Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 7 and 8, For we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, yet well pleased rather to be absent from the Lord is to be present with, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So whenever you come up against something you do not know, this is something that uh, Calvary chapels learn from the founder of the Calvary Chapel movement, Pastor Chuck Smith would always say this, often say it, I should say. Whenever you come up against something you do not know, fall back on what you do know. And we know that God is love. We know that God is fair. We know that God is righteous in his judgments. And we know that And I added this, through worship, we can find the strength to continue until we stand in the presence of the Lord. Just remember that through worship comes healing. And so, Father, I just want to lift up our voices, along with many other voices in our nation today, and some from around the world, hearing of these tragic things that have taken place in our nation and yesterday's great tragedy there in Texas. Lord, it is heartbreaking for us as a nation. And some of our nation, Lord, they are rejecting God and they're saying things like, if God is a God of love, then why? And they'll fill in the blank They cry out to you in unbelief and in anger before the church, Lord, and for those families that are suffering great loss. I pray, Lord, that the church would surround them. And I pray, Father, that they would discover that through worship there is healing. Father, I don't know what it will take for this country to turn in revival toward you. Tragedy after tragedy has been befalling our nation. And it seems, Lord, as we just get accustomed to one thing, a messenger comes like with Job and gives us more news that is so even more devastating than the past news. 
But this is where we're at in this country, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that your church would learn to worship, to fall at your feet, Jesus, and learn that through worship comes healing. And we ask in the name of Jesus, amen.